following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to another episode of the 716th Attack Legion podcast. I am flanked by the peanut gallery as usual, and they can't hold their composure. I'm trying to hold it. It's so bad right now. <laughs> and they just, you know, we're kicking this off to a great start. Um, So on today's episode of uh, the 716th Attack Legion podcast, we're going to be talking about the Mandalorian. This is the way. Um... But before we get to that, um, I want to talk about one thing. Um, we've gotten some feedback. <laughs> Thanks, Peanut Gallery. Yeah. Wow, I didn't, I didn't look at any of it. This joke would go on for that long, but it's all right. the fact that I can hear you in here, and it's just Jack going, Shmee's a hot mom. <laughs> it's just, it's just, oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, do we need to start this over? No, 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 no. Why do you think the Force impregnated her? She was a hot mom. <laughs> anyway, anyways, um, so listen, we've gotten some feedback. Some people don't like us, but that's okay. <laughs> what? That's fine. Crazy. We are just they can't people th- talking yeah. about Star Wars. We don't know everything, nor did we say we knew everything. We have two creative minds and two people who just genuinely love the franchise. I think we're all creative. Yeah. yeah. I'm about as creative as a box of rocks. I don't know. Oh, well, then, then rocks can be pretty creative. I try to be creative. They Not sculpt good, mountains. Uh, the new episode of The Mandalorian proves that rocks can be creative. Apparently, they can grow legs and walk. It <laughs> <clears throat> was two true. episodes ago. Oh, two episodes ago. I'm sorry. Oh, gosh. See, this is what we're talking about. No one knows anything well, about the show. They, they, we argue a lot, so they, they can't hate us collectively. Well, they hate <laughs> you so more anyway, than I don't care. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Silencio. Silencio. Silencio Bruno. So, I mean, we got a lot to talk about in regards to the Mandalorian, but I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, we do appreciate everybody's feedback. You know, we can't get better mm-hmm. doing things yeah. um, and talking to you all and to each other without knowing what we can do to improve. So thank you for your feedback. And um, yeah, so let's get started. Um, So today's episode, Mandalorian. Yes. Um, But we're going to pick up. Do, 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 do. I like, I love That's the Mandalorian you can't do theme that. song. No, it was in his own tune. He's good. So, first question. First question um, is, what did you, you know, we get this Mandalorian season one. First of all, the hype around this show was amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But before the trailers even dropped, I was like, oh, we're going to have a show about Boba Fett, the Mandalorian. Because that's the only Mandalorian that I had known. I remember there were some questions about who the Mandalorian actually was. Right. I mean, you get Sabine and you get the Death Watch and you get all that stuff in the in the cartoons. And I'm like, there's no way they're bringing any of these guys into live action. 
<laughs> you were wrong. Well, the original, I, I was so wrong. Well, the original concept for the what Mandalorian evolved out of was either a show or a movie for Boba Fett. Right? It was and it eventually to be a movie, and then eventually just through all the, the creative process, yeah, it eventually it, became the Mandalorian. And right, I, so. I think that like, I I never really expected it to be about Boba Fett. I think because there was so much hype around Boba Fett that mm-hmm. if they were going to do something like that, they would just call it Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that it was the Mandalorian kind of. I kind of knew going into it that it wasn't going to be about him. Yeah. And I'm sure as hell glad that it wasn't because what we got about Boba Fett was just not nearly as cool. Uh, episode five and six were really good. Well, because <laughs> it's wasn't the in. return of the Mandalorian. Okay. But anyway. Episode two yeah. and a, uh, season two and a half. Listen. Season two. Yeah, two season I have two a, a note here after we were going to talk about season two, and I was like, are we not going to discuss Mando season 2.5? <laughs> Anyway, we we'll, we'll discuss but... those two episodes. So, so I thought Mandalorian because this title of Mandalore, that was it. That was why I was like, oh, it could be Boba Fett, you know, because mm-hmm. we we know that there's a culture. We know that the culture is everybody compiled into one predominantly human species. But um, and the Tongs, you know, we know they're gone. So it's like, OK, who's the Mandalorian then? And to me, I'll, the uh... first person that jumped in my mind based off the depictions in the chrome Beskar was Yo, did Mando or did uh, Boba get a new suit? I'll uh, I'll make you feel old real quick. That's the exact same response that my dad had when he came out. <laughs> he was like, guys. "Is this show He's about the only Boba Mandalorian?" Fett? The... <laughs> I just like how like much Boba's like bounced in canon for like if he's a Mandalorian or if he's not. Because like in the old legends, he was like the most Mandalorian Mandalorian you could ever find. And then for a while, he literally he was, like, rode the Mythosaur. <laughs> yeah, there was so... literally some shit like that. Like he did. Are you talking in the holiday Star Wars special? holiday special? Oh, yeah. He rode Shut the Mythosaur. I'm I'm gonna do George Lucas service and telling you never speak of this again. They're doing a documentary. You speak of the holiday episode like every episode, especially the Lego one. Oh, the, the Lego one's different. The, the Lego, Lego one's yeah. canon. But anyway, I so, like Lego one's my favorite sequel. So we, so the season <laughs> comes out. Um, but it's like, so the first episode of Mandalorian. First off, that theme when the door opens and he's there and you just get that. It's like a western. Yes. That's what, like, when that show came out, that was, like, to me, that was, like, this is what Star Wars should feel I like. I could bring you it's in a, cold. Like, space. Or I could bring you in like, like, that's what I love backwards. about it. It's, like, space, cowboys, and, and like, he's a gunslinger. He's got the cool holster, and he looks awesome. <laughs> and it's just, like, oh, man, this is, knight, this like, is what it's time. supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it was the most, like, when that, the very, I think the, I think the very first shot of the first episode is, is him walking up to the bar. Yeah, he's, he's just walking out of the razor click. crest and he's walking yeah, up to the Yeah, and it was like the coolest. And you get those that oh man. You get the, the, awesome. the spurs, which Does I love like spurs. That effect. It was the spurs sound. It, he didn't actually have spurs. It's supposed to be yeah, but it was the sound. Uh, but yeah, it was the but sound. it was the, the the stuff jingling on his body, but it was the Yeah, spurs but sound. it was the it was just like he's a he's a Midwestern some, space cowboy who's on the hunt. And I was like this is the shit. Like the, immediately the I was bar fight immediately puts you right into the the like the feel of the yeah. show. All right. So yeah, that was the amazing. Was toned, yeah. I got really John Wayne feels with that. Some mm-hmm. like true western good, bad and ugly. Yeah. I'm like I loved it and I'm sorry for getting the line wrong. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking John Wayne as the cowboy. You think of the Duke, it's you think western it's the Duke. I mean, yeah, which one's definitely. which uh, legendary grandson is the the, what's it called? The stunt double. Whatever it's John Wayne. Yeah, John, John Wayne's grandson. Is John Wayne's grandson is the stunt so. double for uh, Din Djarin. Oh, yeah. uh, Brent, Brendan? Brendan? I think, I think it's Brendan Wayne. Yeah. Brendan Wayne? I think so. Yeah. It's him and another guy because there's two. You should be sorry you got the, the line I get it. I got it wrong. I apologize. But, um, I don't know everything. Yeah, so he... 
I have spoken. We're going to cancel I have now. spoken. <laughs> we're going to get out of here. Uh, what a wasted character. But we'll get into that later, too. Um, um, so, you know, the first episode comes. You get the... Uh, I can't I always forget the guy's species. The blue guy. The fish guy. Oh. Um, he never came back after season two. I was just... Actually, what is, what is that? I, I, I actually I'm don't know that. That's an original race, isn't it? I think so. I actually so. think For that's original from Mandalorian. It is. It is. He's but, like a fish man or something. They right? they definitely name dropped it at some point, but they I, did. I just totally um, don't remember. That's but then they were spot. talking about Life Day, and they talk about <laughs> I got to use the what do you call it? The refresher. Yeah, that's the term for bathroom now. Oh yeah, because they don't because they're not. He's a mithril. Mithril. That's right. Mithril. Um, and then you go into the Razor Crust, and it's all these guys in carbonite. I'm like, yes, he is mm-hmm. badass. Like that's what I'm saying. It was like mm-hmm. space western. He walked in, and you were like, oh, this dude means business. I was all about it. And the fact that he was a bounty hunter, to me, I was like, all right, we're getting Boba Fett vibes. Is the whole race of Mandalorian now bounty hunters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that too. It was like, oh, yeah. but I liked it. It was, it was like, all right, but like, he was a better Red bounty Dead. hunter than Boba Fett was. Yeah, yeah at least was the one they showed us, like <laughs> as far in the as we can tell, on screen footage. No, well, I, my favorite part of the first episode is just like the they immediately start like the video game quest feel because he gets that like payment of Beskar and then he immediately goes and they smelt it and immediately like improves like his armor like in the it's very exactly first what episode, people yeah. do in video like, games like you get rewarded and you immediately like, like run he's, to the blacksmith and you're like all right but it's like a bit of cheat codes because like three episodes later when he gets the full payment he's just like all right I'm gonna deck my I thought it was weird in the first now. episode where he goes no droids and I'm like why. Mm-hmm. And I, then the way that it was explained to me with flash, oops, I don't know if with flashbacks and stuff throughout the season as it progressed, I was like, yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of was digging the Lone Star vibe, like for a while that he was, he was like, I don't, I don't have friends. But that's mm-hmm. they make such for such a good character arc with him throughout the entire show, and and even into Boba Fett that he, like, especially, and this really plays into season three, mm-hmm. is like his. <clears throat> absolute like despising of the droids to the point where he is now where he's like I need him I literally can't do it without I need him, him. Back. but but yeah. it's not because I need him because he's a friend it's like I need him mm-hmm. for I need him to yeah, go protection with yeah, yeah. Playing off for Tyke's voice as the as that yeah. droid is very fun too um and he yeah go ahead so we meet Cara Dune canceled canceled <laughs> Which R. is R. sad because the character was so Yeah, good. the character she was, was really, really great. And the Alderaan I definitely could have really gone with so. uh, Ronda Rousey being recast. Yeah, they should have just recasted her, to be honest. I no, disagree. I'm, I'm fine with how they I don't. Did. I don't like the fact that they like wrote her out and just said, oh, she was recruited by Special Forces. Like, that mm-hmm. bothers yeah, me. Yeah, a little too well, I, mean, I, feel like, like, I could have went into something. I think that that would have worked because she was supposed to have her own show. Yeah, but I think that also, like... There was a lot of controversy around that, and uh, we'll, we're talking more about the show than we are the character. But the yeah. the the controversy around that was like, uh, they just okay. They they, they got rid of the character because of they got rid of the yeah. character because of what she did, and that's fine. They did, but they didn't. They still gave her an opportunity to come back, which means. Did Bob they? Iger, could, yeah, because they just said, "Oh, we're, she's special forces." They didn't kill her off. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about like died. literally Disney was giving her. Oh no! Chance. Oh no! 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 Yeah. But but I, mean, they, I, I just don't she's like a lot that. Of bridges already. Like I just don't like that since then as well. But like so. I think that they could have just they could have like to me that that I don't line, think it was handled the best. Like, yeah, to way, me that's what like, I'm saying. To me that line just is like yeah. like that's a throwaway like. Okay, we have to find a way to get Cardoon out of the show. So uh, here she was recruited by special thing, yeah. forces, and that just and feels we don't like even a know waste. Where she is. It feels like, like a waste. Yeah. Like they could have 
even if the line was longer and they were like, oh yeah, she was recruited by special forces and now she's leading a military or something, it would have been sick. But like, they just mm-hmm. were like, eh, she was recruited by special forces. Anyway, back to the plot. Yeah. It's like, so I hate when they do stuff We like meet that. Grief Karga. We meet Carl, Carl Weathers. Weathers. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I just want to know when he's going to be, uh, uh, man, why my mind just blanked. Killed by a Russian? <laughs> no, that wasn't it, but that's kind of where I was going with it. Um, Ivan Drago, what he's going to be a bounty? Dolph Lundgren. Thank, thank, that's the man. He goes to the, the, uh, the Mandalorian covert and the giant alligator bites off his hand. Yeah, I just bites wanna, off real hand. quick, why, did they, why have they done like the mayor, like bad guy to mayor plot twice? Twice? Boba Fett. Oh, they, oh, they've yeah, already they done this, and Grief Cargus is way better because well, he actually no. has a connection to the town. Yeah, like Boba so. Like, <laughs> no, so no. like, why why is this done like twice, like in season two point five and in season three? We're not talking like, about Boba Fett, but Boba Fett is still a crime boss. He is not a mayor. He is a crime. He's boss. a daimyo, which is like a wait, is daimyo is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes, well, I guess he's the head of a crime family. Whatever, but it's, he, it's he runs like the, mob. the town, though. It's like the mob. It's like the Magadino crime family. Al that's Capone. true. He's not the mayor. He's not the mayor. Yeah, the mayor right. got that, killed. Oh, that's right. He's the mayor now. <laughs> Technically, I, if, if anyways, honest, not talking about Boba Fett. Yeah, no oh, Boba Fett. All right, Only those two episodes. That's another episode. It's another episode. We're on Mandalorian. So, so, so we get Carl Weathers as Grief Cargo. We get IG88. We get Taika Waititi. Hell yeah! Yeah. Um, Korg. No, I'm kidding. Wrong universe. <laughs> Korg. He is, and I gotta give him credit. Like he is one of the best directors, and to have him play that character and then mm. direct the episode as well. He's great. That that like, and and he. Don't get me wrong. Thor: Love and Thunder was a bad movie, but debatable. Yeah. He like killed that Star Wars episode he did. and that's the yeah. only episode he's directed was just that one episode mm-hmm. of mandalorian and it was hands down it was like one of my favorites and it just, just goes to show that like when you're really 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 passionate about something yeah. even thor ragnarok is like as a director he's super passionate about certain yeah. things and then like thor love and thunder for him was like you could tell it was a it's the most taika film like ever almost but like but <laughs> yeah like, but, but but that star wars the, thing for taika i've seen a lot of taika's films as well like it's the most untaika like at least in his style. yeah, Anything and it just goes done. to show that like, like he's the dedication so he had, like it shows said. that he's dynamic as well, a director because too. like if you watch the behind the scenes for the Mandalorian, they're all sitting around that table and they're like actually having conversations, which is something that we talked about in like the sequel episode where like no one was communicating what they wanted to do with the and, they all, and, and they, they all sat down and they sat down and they talked. No, and they're like on set with so, each other, like helping like when the, other people the are directing. Stuff where they showed everything to me was like. Wow. Yeah, these people just love the show. Yeah, they, they use the it. they um well this is also the, the first volume. Sh- this is the first live action television show to use the volume mm-hmm. which is and use it well too. Like and well, a, use mm-hmm. it the right way as exactly. well. Like I had no idea until the BTS came out that, yeah, that was right? how they shot that show. So, and, and it's so well done and it's so I'm sorry. You know you <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. It's so well done and they use it tastefully. Mm-hmm. It's like like the stuff that's meant to be real sets are real sets, and the stuff that's the not back. meant to it be real sets are It was a great sets hybrid, coming. the way that they did it. Yeah, I, I loved how they did it. Um, yeah, the way they blend like the actual physical scenes into the volume, and but like, the, but also sometimes when it's just a volume, like like the room, for instance, where like he rescues Grogu from, is just the volume. And like, the and best. Room. So I think know. some of the best uses of it are is that room or just like the space. Like mm. it's the simplest yeah. use mm. ever. But any of the cockpit stuff where you can see space mm-hmm. physically out of the windshield yeah. is like the fact that it's physically there is just awesome. Mm. But anyway, next question. Um. 
so it's not really more of a question. We're, we're leading into the question. Mm-hmm. Um, now we see Grogu, but you know we get that was one of the best kept secrets for sure. I think Probably Star like Wars yeah. ever had. I'm, anything, I'm just gonna honest, go across the board with like... this and say the casting for the first season just mm-hmm. blew my mind. Carl Weathers, Werner Herzog, like you get these Pedro big names. John Carlo Esposito, Pedro Pascal. Like, yeah, Pedro Pascal, Gene Carlo Esposito. Like, <laughs> oh you get God, these names, yeah. even Gina Carano. I mean, yeah. Deadpool she killed was it. her thing, she, but yeah, like she killed it in a role. Yo. Mm-hmm. The casting for the season was the just, casting was, was like phenomenal. small, little like a tight cast as well. That kind of they reappeared when they needed. Yeah, to. yeah. well, that's like, something I really liked about it. Is like that is the best. Those are some of the best stories. Mm-hmm. Is when you have just minimal characters and you're focusing on them and they're yeah. small. Like, and the the thing about this that I liked is that they they took this like massive universe of Star Wars and just made something so original and mm-hmm. in reality in the grand scheme of things. It's so minuscule yeah. in the universe of Star Wars, but it's so good that they like they took these five people being yeah, well, four people in <laughs> a droid yeah. mm-hmm. and said, We're gonna send them on a crazy adventure and it's gonna amount to nothing in the universe. But what they're doing is so interesting to them that it's it's, it's just like so, so it's like Dungeons well, and Dragons. I was about to say, was about yeah, to I was exactly literally about to it's say like John Favreau and Dave Filoni sat down and planned out a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. They, they used the fifth edition to plan out That's the whole season. That's almost exactly what it is. It's so well done. I love that kind hey, of John, writing. Hey, John, John, roll for initiative. <laughs> but it's also personal, like, they really yeah, you connect you with the characters. Yeah. Um, um, so casting amazing. We progress through the story. You meet Carl Weathers, you meet Cara Dune, she's on the planet, and then they like fight. I was like, all right, yo, she's legit, he's legit. And then she we was get to but wrong. She mm-hmm. punched Beskar and he went down, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, that, that um, episode, by the way, that first Bryce Dallas Howard episode where she is going on to like direct some of the best like Star Wars my episodes, gosh, now, like. And I, I, does she have an episode this you know, season? Ginger, no, ginger I ingenuity. I don't think I don't she's know. done one yet. Mm-hmm. I think Rick Famuyiwa has done Famuyiwa, yeah, all Famuyiwa of did them. the first was that first uh, John season Favre as well. Carl Weathers did the last episode. And Famuyiwa has been promoted yeah. from like director There's to like executive producer. There's three directors. He's a producer on it well, so um, so, a lot of her people emerged uh, on But yeah, so then Baby Yoda. All right, so Baby Yoda. Don't you say that name. I'm going to say it. It was that was That was what you called him before you got the name. All right, so. Uh, this child. is the question. Yeah. The Jack. Okay, we get into the season. We get into the. We're going through, and you get. Oh, I forgot his name. Krill. Quill. <laughs> Krill. Krill. He took Baby Yoda. He took him away. Quill. 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 Oh, the we, for, we forgot about Quill. Oh my the God. Quill, the gonna, they're gonna hate us. Nick Nolte. They're gonna hate us. They're gonna hate us. <laughs> it's so fucking much. Nick Nolte. They took. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> But no, okay, taking an actor like Nick Nolte and putting him in Star Wars was like, yeah. no way. As and they made not. him awesome. <laughs> he was one of the best he, characters. Awesome. This I have spoken. I have spoken. So, your people have grown the great mythosaur. Yeah. I can't believe they teased it all the way back in episode one. Right? Yo. Foreshadowing. Teased it all the way back in the holiday. <laughs> and I want to thank Rich for showing me that foreshadowing way back in our... Uh, Media days at Niagara Falls High School. <laughs> he literally just stole him. <laughs> he's live action. He's. He... Did you just see him and wanted to like go pick him up? Like what is it? <laughs> like, well, that is the natural feeling that people have. But there, like, so. let's talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. I say something about about that. Can we discuss that? The puppet. One of my our criticism we've talked about before is the over reliance on CGI and stuff like that. And so they recognize that because they're as big of fans as we are. And they said, we're going to do Grogu, and it's going to be not 
He's one hundred percent a puppet. puppet. It's the yes. best puppet in the history of yeah. It really is. Like it's ever. not even every close. shot of him is amazing. All that stuff is just amazing. The fact that they get you to crack that. a smile every time, like, right? Just anything cute, like every episode after episode after episode, is is again like unreal. Let your continue. dad finish the continue sentence. Though. No, that was it. That's all I had. So Werner Herzog. Yeah, I just figured. Yeah. I knew. I know. Sorry, when he, I, I know when he cuts off. <laughs> <laughs> we know he, I mean, you did live with the man. Yes. Um. Or do? I don't know. We battle or do not. For no time, try. all the time. So. Um. So Werner Herzog actually said behind the scenes that he was like telling the actors, he's like, "This is a person. Don't like. He's like, treat it as a person. Stop mm-hmm. being cowards and how you treat Grogu. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, at the time, that... the child. We only knew him as the child. He was Baby Yoda. Oh hush. That's heresy. It's not. Heresy. But I mean, like, let's talk about him for a second. Like, so the scene happens, right? And you get to this. You get IG eighty eight. Fifty years old. And you're hearing that this this bounty is fifty years old, like you said. And the client wants the bounty. And uh, you know, you meet Doctor Pershing, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, um, we need him. We need the sample and stuff like that." And he's, we're moving forward with it, and. You see this egg thing floating. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> one of my, one of like my thoughts when the fir- when I was watching the first episode is when they were like, how are we gonna get inside? And then Mano uses the e web to like cut open the door. I'm like, what if the dude was just standing there? You would just mowed down He's your mowed bounty. Down <laughs> I so when they when they did that shot, it's like a it's like a dolly in on the on the egg there, and it's sort of I literally the my first thought I think I watched it. The first episode I watched with my mom, and I looked over at her. I was like, "He's already dead," and that's his head inside. Was I thought the bounty was already dead, and that was gonna be. And then they opened it up, and I was like, "No way!" <laughs> and then his little ears popped up, and you were like, "Oh shit!" I just remembered something very interesting that I th- thought of back a couple weeks ago when the when IG came back. Remember, like, when, because uh, obviously he takes out IG at the end, and there's that beautiful shot of him, like, reaching out for his hand. And that's, like, the first moment of, like, warmth from, like, the character, like, in the entire series. And that's, like, where, like, the character we know now yeah. comes from. Initiating but, like, but IG 88, or like, was oh, IG 11, yep. he says, Well, my guy who told me, who hired me, says he must be killed. So, again, that wasn't, that wasn't, like, Mando's bounty. Bount- he had to bring him back. So, who. We well, don't. We still don't know. That's well, been left the, out there. I, I'm, blanking, I'm blanking on his name, but the Imperial that Mando talked to in the first episode mm-hmm. was like, "Retrieve him if you can, but you can kill it if you want for a lower bounty." Oh, I see. Maybe that was it. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe it was I, as simple it, as that. He could. He could have been hired by mm-hmm. somebody else, but it could have easily been as simple as simple as that. But I found that interesting. I owe you all an apology. I've been saying IG88, and it is IG11. It is a lot. Yeah, AJ is nobody. Nobody corrected me. No, we're waiting for the fans to tell you that you don't know Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. To be fair, like, why do they pick like, oh, it's eighty-eight and eleven? It's like do do two double numbers. Yeah, but it's like that really messes me up. Yeah. Anyway, no, that's understandable. But Um, so yeah, I I mean, it was honestly, and the reaction to him, like, I I was over the moon ecstatic to be like, there's more of them. So hold on. So let me let me jump into this real quick. So, um, because we're kind of we're already in like twenty minutes in. And I haven't even asked the first question. <laughs> um, I I okay. What did you guys think? Like when you see the creation of David happening with the fingers coming up, and because that's the Renaissance painting for those who don't yeah, know, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. educated. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. I try to be. Um, 
so you get you get a kind of mirror image at the end of the at the end of the episode with the creation of David with Grogu reaching up and you know finger pointing with the Mandalorian, and um, you see it and you're like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. I think I it's was, Baby Yoda. I think I was more <laughs> shocked. Like I didn't really like think about the the David poster at first. I think I was just more shocked at like. There's a, a baby version of Yoda That's in like a, a cradle. Species, that but... was definitely an afterthought for me, but I'm just using the, the imagery. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely was like, I, I mean, like I just said, I was like, there's more of them because you only got Yoda and Yaddle, and that was about you it. Got, until, like, the Tales of the Jedi came out, you got Yaddle for, like, two scenes. Maybe, and, and she was At in the most. background. Mm-hmm. And she was in the background. Like, so, the so, most so side like, character side got, character ever. Yeah, yeah like, and you've gotten, like, you got Yoda, and that was about it. And then we still, and the thing is, too, the thing that I love is that they still haven't disclosed the name of the species. You no, know and I love that that's not, that's not a part of, like, the story like, at all. It doesn't matter. It's just, we know what the creature is. We know that it's in relation to the same species and that's all that's all we need and it's just it's just so like when when that thing opened up and you heard the little baby noises i was like what the fuck and you see him and you're just like all Aww. right i'm in love and they hit it <laughs> too right. like nobody knew like yeah, nobody wasn't knew. an article there wasn't yeah, a tweet, yeah like you so said like, it was, there was a reddit leak like there was there was no like, toys like, there was nope. no toys yeah which was like a, they all, even, which that cost them billions of dollars by the which, way which but like, then there was like the toy crash that mm-hmm. happened because then they did release toys yeah and like you couldn't get a baby yoda fungal pop for like less than 180 dollars mm-hmm. i mean or you had to wait a year and now there's the only Funko pop they make <laughs> and so so and yeah yeah basically um so going around the around the table here real quick mm-hmm. um Julian you got you got your piece here Jack what did you think when you saw him the first time I so I hadn't watched so like Mando came out and I think I didn't start watching until like 3 episodes in when they had released 3 episodes So like I had heard rumors that there was a a a, a Yoda, like Yoda was in the show and I was like no Yoda can't be in the show he's dead so then like when I when I was going into the first episode I didn't know that that's how the episode ended obviously and then I saw him and I was like what what and like I immediately watched the next two episodes Christian I just I was like okay that's a Yoda species like I was like okay it's force sensitive <laughs> that's why my, my brain automatically goes to like the next like the next reveal like it's like and i do that very quickly obviously but obviously and i'm like oh my god it's a baby yoda like they do the obviously the 50 year thing was a great throw off mm-hmm. to the avid being any idea that it would be something like that oh yeah it's I also definitely. the cutest thing in the world immediately like from the very first second it just pulls down well like, and the, that's the blanket there's and it's like and that relationship, like I, from there, like like forged in that like very nice moment with the the the, the finger of the David thing, uh, like that relate the relationship that forms between those two characters is just so Star Wars for some reason. It's not a, something that's existed in Star Wars before, but whatever reason that vibe just has its place like in this universe, um, and it like starts there. And I think it's the perfect moment to encapsulate the start of it. Wait, did you say creation of David? I, my mind, did I say creation of David? Yes, you, yes, did. you did. I'm at creation of Adam. Wow, I am really off today, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I'm getting droids wrong. I'm getting paintings <laughs> wrong. And I literally just sat there and bragged that I'm educated. Have another shot of Jameson. Oh, maybe I shall. Um, um, so the plot of season one is like straight up. You, you, it's it's. I love the idea that I, I, I like the story is just so well mm. done. The just straight up. The, it's just him 
and he's got a bounty. Obviously, in the first episode, he makes the decision not to kill him. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the show is all this crazy nightmare nonsense of him trying to protect this thing mm-hmm. that he really doesn't care about until he actually starts to develop feelings for him mm-hmm. at the end. And it's like... Well, you could tell he's not a Jedi. He developed attachments. Mm. But, real quick, it's time Julian... For the Jedi to end. Real quick, because I didn't have a really chance to express my thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry. You're, you're pushing us ahead. Quickly. I'm sorry. You, I thought you were the host. You, yeah, I thought you were the no, host. No, I didn't. I didn't have a chance because the host lets people answer first and then closes the thoughts. Uh, I introduce questions. So, I when I saw Grogu for the first time, I was like, "Holy shit, it's Baby Yoda." That's yeah. Then I was Sounds like, "Did right. they clone Sounds him?" My mind oh, went to cloning. My mind went to cloning. I was like, well, we got the Kaminoans. And you did hear Dr. Pershing was like, yeah, he's very important for my work. I was like, what and is your work? And if you look at Dr. Pershing's outfit, he's got the cloner badge on the side of his that arm. That is true. You do see that. So. And then I'm like, or did Yaddle and Yoda I do still the think dirty? Yaddle and Yoda <laughs> got it on. So, like, so like, like, that was going to be the option. So they like, got it on. Like, <laughs> the Jedi have, like. Well, they're allowed to get sex, married. Sex isn't. Forbidden with the Jedi. Pokun had seven wives. Not Plo. No, 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 that's no. Yeah. species was really because his species was dying, so they allowed him to have seven lives to, so that he could repopulate. Mm-hmm. And if Yoda's species is Similar. on the brink of extinction, then Yaddle and Yoda could have made Grogu. The people we don't know I that Yoda's species I, is on the basis of I extinction. We just we don't know enough to do that. He's the last one. But He's anyway, the last son next, of Krypton. Next, Again, my head next for question is that every one of them is. I think all of them are force like, sensitive. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, so in three, Legends though, continuity, so. though, there's like seven of them, and they're all force sensitive. Mm-hmm. And one yeah. actually falls to the dark side, which yeah. is turns him into like a gremlin kind of style. That's, that's kind of what Mag- it like. gremlins do look like. Yoda, it looked actually. like Magwai. Magwai, yeah. Well, like Yoda's uh, force vision on Dagobah, his dark side self definitely looked like a gremlin. That is true. Um, so then we Next also question. we also meet Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. So my mind went to: Is this a Thrawn knockoff? Nope. Nope. Mm. nope. Moff Gideon was his own version of badassery. Yep. I loved it, and they saved him he, he until the last the name episode. Space Gus. Space Gus. Yeah, like the last scene of this episode, he really he's appears. A, he's a primetime example of how to properly build suspense. Mm-hmm. Because um, all you hear is Moff Gideon, Moff Gideon, the badass Moff Gideon. He's so evil. He's so like this guy's the, like the one of the worst guys in the universe. You hear all this badass shit about him, and then you've got Cara Dune, and she's like, "And eh, we can take him." And then, <laughs> um, and then, and then the man Mandalorian's like, "Nah, I don't know about that." And you hear badass Moff Gideon, blah 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 blah, blah and it's so like smart. See, it's those things like that, like those decisions that are the smartest decisions when you are making a piece of entertainment like that is like. Yeah. You know, saving the big bad until the end. And he doesn't do anything. He's he just stands there and he talks and he's menacing. Like, I cannot think of a better example of of how to build suspense yeah. other than, like, they talk about how evil he is and then he comes in and you get an actor like Giancarlo Esposito who absolutely murders that role mm-hmm. and, and is like, dude, it's just so well done. And he comes walking out, and you've got like all the crystal white stormtroopers, and he's in all yeah. black. And, and the it's tie like, landing. Oh, the mm-hmm. tie landing was so, so good. Yeah. What I enjoyed the most about that season is you thought Carl Weathers was the bad guy trying to push 
with Grief Carver trying to get the bounty, and you get all the Mandalorians coming out of the convert, and they're coming in there, and they're fighting for Din Djarin to escape the planet with the child, and I'm like, that's the bad guy. Grief stays as an antagonistic role until, like, about the, the eighth episode. Yeah, but then you get, to, you get to the well, finale, so. and then for you get... For me, I, I, really, I really didn't think that Grief was the bad guy. I thought that the, like, the Imperial, who was kind of, like, controlling the town, was I, the big bad until... I thought he was the bad guy for the season. See, okay. I didn't. I didn't really. You thought it'd take longer to get to the Imperial. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, they I see didn't. What you mean. They didn't really. For me, they didn't. They didn't really hit enough on like who the big bad was. It was more just like, all right, you they have to have do it. this job. You have to take care of it, and you know whatever. But there isn't. So that's my yeah. one thing: is there really isn't a big bad Not in the yet. show? Like a guy they're that they're a guy that they're building mm-hmm. to to get to, and in season two, which we'll get to in a second, they talk about Thrawn, and you're like, oh shit, they're building to Thrawn, and then they. But they're not because they're doing an Ahsoka show, which means that her show is going to be about Thrawn. So they're really still maybe isn't, maybe skeleton I think, crew I think, is about. about I think that Moff Gideon is the well, big bad because by the most recent episode, he definitely is. Let's not jump ahead. So. The ending of that episode. So the <laughs> please ask that question. season finale of season one, you get to see every Star Wars fan's dream. Mm-hmm. You get real 501st Legion people who sit there and dedicate their lives to the stormtrooper costumes. And I thought everything that was like really that. Cool. That was awesome. I didn't know that until deep. The, until after the episode came out. And what is that? Post 50, 60 people there deep. Was probably. I think there was like. 50-something, 54 people or something. These guys were so – now all their – all right, so the goal of the 501st is to, like, make sure that you have, like, a piece of cinematic stuff, like, in your collection. Yo, the whole costume is cinematic. Mm -hmm. Like, to me, I was like, I want that to be You can go – like, you go home and you're like, this was in the Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's wild, actually. Yeah, that that to me, though, was like – But they – and I love that – Lucasfilm is doing that. I mean, they did that with Boba Fett as well, mm-hmm. and they they started doing that with actual like 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 or, or not 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 Boba Fett. Oh, uh, uh, well, yeah. They I mean they did it in Boba Fett, but they did it in Obi Wan too. The yeah. scenes with Hayden Christensen are they're five hundred first people. Yep. They're and they're five hundred first people that just have screen accurate costumes. Yeah. And they it's did it in so the, um, well done. Uh, Fortress uh, Inquisitorius as well. Oh, I've heard that movie. <laughs> um. So, and those were all five hundred first people, and it's like, where yeah. are you going to find fifty, sixty people with, with that screen accurate mm-hmm. stormtrooper costumes? And you're like, five hundred first, come on in. Those and I think and the it's thing great. is too, like the costume designers are probably like, there <laughs> you go, money off my bag. Put, put some dirt on this. We don't <laughs> have to spend the. Bu- we don't have to pay any budget. The production team yeah, can just some, pay for the budget on that. Dirt on, on this. We don't have to pay five hundred thousand dollars. We don't have to pay those fans because they'll do it for free. They want to be in. Well, I mean, they probably all <laughs> they, got paid for yeah. background, but they were like, like that's a thing that I would love to do something like that. Just be like, oh yeah, you got a bunch of five of first people who dress up in imperial costumes, and they'll yeah. do it for you. Just have to pay them to be there. They'll bring their own shit. Hell yeah, that's like such a smart mm-hmm. move, and it's a way to engage fans yeah. who love the story. All right, so then we get the post credit scene. It I'll wasn't really a post credit scene. It was a post credit scene, which I called. That's my claim to fame. That I so Moff you can my dad you can back me up. I called before a single episode of The Mandalorian came out. I was like the the dark saber will be in this series. Like, I, like I very know, soon. I, didn't think he was I immediately in. called that I'm like I, I was like Clone Wars I was like Dave Filoni's working on this like there's no way that it's not like appearing like it's just going to happen. He literally like jumped out of his chair. 
I was like, I called it. It was like I, <laughs> I you literally exploded. freaked out. I literally. Oh shit! Oh, yeah. oh here it comes! Yeah! And, mm-hmm. it was like, it was and then I was like, I called it. Was, uh, <laughs> it was almost, if I'd been by myself, it would still be enjoyable, but it's so much more enjoyable to see. Yeah, when like, I slipped. Yeah. Brother react. That's probably the most I've ever reacted to, to like anything. I think like, that that's a, like, in, uh, sorry. No, you're good. No, I was basically done. I, like, I think that that's a very like key thing to do with Star Wars is like, mm-hmm. you should watch it with other people. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's so much more enjoyable when you watch it with fans. I think. Uh, talking about the the dark saber thing, like that's such a bold move mm-hmm. too. Like it's such a small piece of the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. and it's literally in like two or three episodes to yeah. the point where you're like, if you're not paying attention to how important, it's like five or six. It's, it's like, not that many. Okay, it, it's got its own arc. It has its own. Yeah, but the arc isn't about in Clone dark Wars. Saber, a small it's about piece, but Rebels, it's a big piece. Well, yeah, Rebels becomes more important. But I, it, like, okay, but I'm talking. I'm talking like I. Oh, initial introduction. My initial initial mm-hmm. introduction to, like, um, <clears throat> Previsla yeah. and all mm-hmm. of those characters are like, it's such a small... He's like, oh, yeah, my ancestors forged this. And then it's basically just I think whatever. I'm trying to get at that it's, it's such a small thing of, uh, like, Clone Wars. So it's out but of a cartoon, in, but so out even, of a smaller even thing. In, that, but mm-hmm. even in Rebels, it's like, unless you watch Rebels and you, like, love Rebels and whatever, it's like... It, it, yeah. The Darksaber is such a s- small, minute detail. Mm-hmm in the Star Wars universe that it's like when that came up I was like my first reaction was like oh shit mm-hmm. I can't believe they're doing that and I wasn't I wasn't like oh my god it's the dark saber no, because I, was, I didn't and that was the moment, I, I moment that like Filoni like after an entire season of just putting little like bits and pieces of like lore and like side stuff from video games and like his own shows like yeah. tons of Clone Wars obviously because so much of the Mandalorian is based on like the previous like groundwork set up by and they don't like handhold you through it either with like season one or season two like they just want you to go like go watch rebels go watch clone wars so you can actually have like the the context you need because well, it just so, yeah, backs off love, so much I of it that. Like, and that's so good for like a star wars fan to do watch everything like us um and like kind of like just absorb everything like when you're having all these threads appear everywhere like it just makes you feel like one that there's more like actual but you know, a competence going on behind the scenes. It's one but. of those moments that goes to prove that, like, as a as a fan who wants to do a podcast about this or do a YouTube yeah. channel about this or like wants to talk about this like religiously, it's like you have to do your homework and your mm-hmm. research. And so when you add something like that, like my mother was like, "What the fuck is that thing?" Like nobody knows what the dark saber yeah. is my, unless you actually pay attention to yeah. it. And so when was, it came up, I was like, it's "Bold, yeah." And and so that's what I'm saying. It's a mm-hmm. bold move to throw in a live action, take something so minute from a cartoon. The design and is make bold it, too. It, like it's no, no guarantee that people were gonna like gravitate towards like the live action version of like the flat blade. Like, but design. it actually it looks really good. works. Like, yeah, looks and they so do it good. really well. But that's how my dad was. Like we were watching it, and then he, we got to that part, and he was like, "Well, what's that?" Because he had never watched Clone Wars. And I was Sad. like, we have to, like, I sat him down and I was like, you're watching all seven seasons of this. And yeah. then we're going to go watch Rebels so that you can fully understand what's happening in this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just. It's I think so it also is like the context of like, he has the dark saber. So it's like, okay, so he, he beat Bo-Katan, who obviously we meet later on. But like he had, to, or so something happened. And so I, I think, do we know about the purge by this point Um, in we know about the purge of Mandalore by this point. It, so we, we haven't seen they it. They did but we a know little of bit of it. flashback. I, think they had I, I don't know if they would mentioned it by name or something. I don't think we, we had definitely not seen the flashback we, of them dropping the bombs. The, I yet, think the armorer says it. No, in like that the, was in the first couple um, episodes. Mm-hmm. But they. But there's also that moment there where oh, Gideon's not. Not only did he, they just beat Gideon and like actually get one over on him, but he's the guy who like did whatever like uh, 
the Empire did to like the Mandalorian people. So he like there's a bigger connection there to like uh, allude to. Yeah. So it was a good like double Which thing. Is one, the... we have a crazy weapon, and it alludes to like this guy's darker role, like in something we've, yeah. we've already alluded to. They reference Next Purge question. of Purge yeah. of Mandalore in um, Rebels. With Rex oh, they do. talking to Kanan, he says it on the tank. The what is it? The ATST, I think, is what the no. tank is. No, it's uh, um. My models are all wrong. It doesn't matter. It's anyway, the tank. It's the clone the, tank. I, if I'm not mistaken, isn't the I'm isn't the purge post rebels? No, no, is it not? No. no. Mm. The purge of Mandalore happens right after the Empire takes power. I believe. Yeah. I don't think that's. No, I don't. Because no, because with the dark Saber, siege of Mandalore, like, my mind was at the oh, siege. Was the, the, the siege, siege of Mandalore. You're talking no, purge. not the no. I'm talking about when the, the when they bomb when like, they bomb. The siege is I, I was under the under. I'm under the understanding that the they bombed that they bombed all of Mandalore. Because again, we see the domed city in Rebels. The domed city still exists. So mm-hmm. I'm under I'm under the understanding that purge happens like a year know. before like Rex, the Death Star blows Christian's up. Basically, right. It's, it, yeah, it's it a lot more tight. Rebels. It's right after like uh, Sabine it, like basically gives the dark saber to because I mean that's a big part of it that like uh, Sabine handed uh, Bo-Katan the dark saber instead of winning it in combat and that's viewed as the white's curse. I'm so yeah, it's very it's very yeah they, it's so it's very the, shoved in per, there in the last the, year of the before the the the, 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 the siege of Mandalore is when the is when Ahsoka and Bo-Katan retake Mandalore from Maul. Right. The but, purge of Mandalore is when the Empire bombs the. Is when the Empire bombs the planet. Yeah. Right. That but doesn't happen until after Rebels because the Mandalore is still the is still the actual Mandalore in yeah. Rebels. But I remember in Rebels, and I this is a it's later only occupied. Season. In I think Rebels, I, I think they're talking about the siege, not the purge. Where the Empire uses Sabine's designed weapon. I don't think that's the purge. Kill. That's not the purge. That's just that's a, not the purge. I think that was a subplot that I, maybe they. I mean, we could have that come into play later on where they do have more duchesses. I think that's what the weapon was called. Uh, I, so well, I'm so maybe they used them a bit more on the purge. But Next yeah, to question. be fair, to be fair, the Mandalorian stuff and even with like the helmet stuff. At first, there was a bit of time where people were confused um, that who had watched like Clone Wars and Rebels of like, okay, why do these like um, like Mandalorians suddenly wear their helmets? Because we had just watched all of Clone Wars and all of Rebels. Where everyone, every Mandalorian taking off their helmet on and off. But obviously, like after the Purge, which is such a horrific, traumatic event, like this specific sect, like got so like almost like. Uh, They became reactionary. Well, that's and that's kind of into the creed. That's something. That's something I love about. and they do this with the Jedi too. It's mm-hmm. like it's like it's just like when the when the armorer is like you can't take your helmet off, and yeah. I'm sitting there like, well, I watched all of Clone Wars and that's Bo-Katan, so right. not right. <laughs> like I watched Bo-Katan and mm-hmm. the Death Watch, and I watched all of them, and they all did that. And there were there were Mandalorians that lived on Mandalore that didn't even have armor. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? All yeah, that sort of just, stuff. They were just civs. like they were just yeah. regular you know civilians, and and so you you watch like that's really good storytelling, as you can tell that they have that. Um, that the 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 myth or the the legend of the this is the way, but it's like, but we know as an audience if we've watched Clone Wars, it's like you're so wrong. And I love that, mm-hmm. like when the very first time you see the armor and she's like, you can't remove your helmet. I'm like, that's gonna be a big deal mm-hmm. because he's gonna take off his helmet at some point. And it's going to be a big fucking problem. Like, we already kind of knew that was coming. But the second thing is also, like, like we know that, like, true Mandalorians don't actually give a shit about that. And yeah. so, like, it's it really goes to show, like, how, not to get political, but this is, like, how things, like, the Bible end up the way that they are. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the Bible's been translated eight million different times, and so nobody really knows what it means. You Especially know, that in kind all of those stuff. different languages that you lose things. Yeah. 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 Translations so, and, and all that. Translations yeah. and all that stuff. But that's... 
know, yeah, how things how get folk- lost across but history. But that's how yeah, folklore, exactly. folklore happens yeah. across <laughs> history. And that is like, that's so good to implement something like that and put it into something like Star Wars. It's just like, that's so good. Right, anyway, gotta, next question. Season, so, season, so, season two, the goat season. The goat the, season. Like, come on. Season this two is was the most perfect bit of Star Wars. So like, we get the season. So we get the post credits with Moff Gideon cutting himself out and I'm like, holy crap, Dark Saber. Obviously, that means he lost to Bo Katan. Then we get into no, season. No, lost to him. You know, something. <clears throat> yes, sorry. Backwards. Again, not You're right backwards today. today. I am completely upside down. Or just down. took it from a release. We don't know if you lost. Directly, um, but. sorry. <clears throat> um, we get to the point. Now we're in season two. You know that Grogu is with Mando. Mm-hmm. Mr. Din Djarin. Mr. Din Djarin. Yes, Which indeed. Which is a weird name. name. Yeah. But. Well. So anyway, bit, so, so this is probably the season, greatest in season two. He's Mando. We get <laughs> just incredibleness. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how else to put it. We get it Ahsoka. Perfect. We get Boba. We perfect. get my gosh. The first episode of that season with the crate dragon. It's a little movie that was beautiful. Like the cinematography of that it's episode a little, it's alone a little western, was like, so good. And that's exactly. But that's again. That's what it should be. It's a space yeah. western. But it's a little it's western. But they're also fighting like a dragon at the same time. So yeah. it's like <laughs> it's very and, like, crazy. We, can... Like unless you've played Knights of the Old Republic, you'd never seen a crate dragon before. Mm-hmm. The only thing we've gotten close was the skeleton that C three PO and R two walk past, walk past yeah. on, in the Dune Sea. Yeah, like, like this thing's huge. Go ahead. So I got I got to say that I think the western aspect of some of the episodes are just so brilliant. Mm-hmm. Like that episode with the marshal they're Oh yeah. They're so yeah. Timothy Oliphant. They really yeah, so good. They, they just really tie into so much great storytelling from so many other genres. Like that that teaming up, when they're in that village and they're they team up with the with the, the Tuscans. The Tuscans. the Tuscan warriors, mm-hmm. and they're kind of, and then we start to develop. This is where we get this first bit that the Tuscan warriors are yeah. more are more sophisticated and they're more whatever than we see them in the original. Yeah, movies. Tuscan culture yeah. is like they're diverse not, it's just, and like again, in depth what now. Like, so good, and he just takes this this canon that we know, yeah. and then he brings in his you know his his Clone Wars Rebels canon, but then he also just says. But this is really what I wanted to do, and he just does so much more I with love it. Mando and that's why season yeah. two is just even so much better. And obviously, the casting once again—the sheriff, the guy who plays the marshal—that's another great. It's just everything. Yeah. It just gets yeah. better, and better. That character's plucked out of like a, a side story in a book. Yeah, the like that's a, like like uh, yeah. In well, a, what's it called? Like, sh- I forget what the, the series is called. I suppose but, uh, wasn't like it? Shattered I believe they call it Freetown in the comics. No, no, but I'm saying originally it wasn't called. Oh yeah, it's Mosespa. It's Mosespa. But um, but I forgot. Vanth is like yeah, oh, great character. Man, what a what a what a guy. And you really show like it's really cool to show their conflicting personalities when the first the first time they meet each other. The mm-hmm. conflicting. He's like a. They're basically. I love this. Is that they basically the same character, but they're fighting for different reasons, mm-hmm. and that's. They're the same person, but they're fighting for different, like, means. Mm-hmm. So you, that's where the conflict is. They both have yeah. an otter system, though, and they can, that they kind of and quickly recognize That's what I love okay. about that character. It's just so well done. So we get – I forgot to mention in the first season we get Fennec Shan, too, which is becomes oh, yeah, a crucial right. character mm-hmm. down the road. But – You don't like Ming-Na Wen? You see in that's the first season – Wait, hold on. <laughs> in like the first episode. season you're getting that walking up to Fennec at the end of that episode – and you don't know who the hell it is. Mm. Oh, we, I, I mean, knew we knew it was Boba Fett. Fett. We didn't know No, to was. be fair, I know, actually, I thought it was Moff Gideon. 
I because knew, the no, I heard it's the this, cape because like because like because Gideon wears the cape in the finale, and I just I thought it was the cape. Those Spurs I heard those Spurs, and but. I was like, "That's Boba Fett." Mm-hmm. At the end of season one? Yep. Yeah. No, so, at the end of season one, episode four, when the person is walking up to Fennec, you hear Spurs, and I was like, that's Boba Fett. So, uh, I don't remember how I felt, because it was so long ago, mm. but still a great episode. But then in season two, we get more expansion on Fennec Shand and Boba Fett, and you see Boba's armor on Cod Banth. You also, I forgot to mention in season one, you get off-world Jawas. Red-eye Jawas. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, it's nice on to Navarro. see that the Jawas are international species. They're not international. Intergalactic species. Oh yeah, they're on. They're on different. They're on yeah. different planets. They're all over um, the place. Oh, also, is it, is it season on one that Quill gets offed? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the season season, season one episode seven. What a waste of a character. Yeah, I have spoken. I think it, he served. I think his purpose. It, I think it worked. I think for, he like, served his purpose, hit. but 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 there's so much like. I would have preferred they offed somebody like Cara Dune and had him be like the voice of reason that they keep coming back to mm-hmm. constantly. I did like the character's his, yeah. so mm-hmm. wise. He's like mm-hmm. a Yoda, and it's like so to kill him out of everybody. It's like, dude. but maybe they did that on purpose because now he's lost in the galaxy without answers, and he's got to find that by yeah, going that's to all true. these different. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Uh, we also meet the armorer in season one, who is a pain in the ass. Oh my god. She's still a pain in the ass. Like, don't get me season. wrong. A little bit nicer. She's better this season, but there's also a part of me that's just like, will you just I don't shut up already? But... I think in this season, she's a lot better. Especially mm-hmm. because she, like, I think that she's finally realizing that maybe the way isn't Yeah, the especially only in way. this most recent episode. So then, episode two, or season two, season two, we meet Boba again. We meet Kyle. Mm-hmm. Mor- Morrison, oh my gosh. That was to me I like, yo, I, I don't care how this ends. That to me, it was like, Yes, you get Boba in the old school armor, and then he comes back with it painted, and oh, I'm like, paint job. I think we skipped over the best. We skipped of the season, a lot, though, uh, but so. Ahsoka, the yeah. yeah, I thought that was later after episode. Boba. Uh, no, episode before Boba, right before Boba. I don't know. It was all good. Uh, the Ahsoka Tano reveal was the opening of that yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. As soon as I saw the white lightsabers, I was like, no shit! But they they did it tastefully. And they made her so good. Yeah. Like they could not they could not have cast a better actor. Rosario, Rosario Dawson, Dawson is perfect. Every for little that micro role. expression. Like if she does micro expressions that the cartoon character does. Like, yeah, and it's they, nuts. they they cast the perfect actor for that. Mm-hmm. They could not have done a better job at writing her in a way that's like they took those little kid aspects that you get from Clone Wars of the individuality, and she's like, that's not fair. Yeah. And you give it to an adult version of her. Like, you can see her in, like, her 20s in Rebels. But you, in, like, in this show, she's, what is this? This 30s, is later. 40s. This is, she's, like, she's 30s like, or 40s She's, like early 40s she's got to be in her yeah. 40s at this point. And you're just, like, you look at her and you're like, dude, it. you could not be more, yeah. like, a perfect representation of what Ahsoka is. Exactly. And then I she's saw... just so well done. And it's just like, the oh, only, my God, it's yeah, perfect. The only small thing was their things weren't uh, long. But they yeah, made them longer. A, they, okay. they, they, they fixed they it already. Did. They've already fixed it. Yeah, and, in the first episode, But more importantly, I think even more importantly than just, like, nailing the reveal that much, this was also... Filoni, because again, he, he directs this episode, he writes this episode, I think by himself, he if did. I remember correctly. Yep. This is like, oh, this is the trial run for the Ahsoka show. And I've just like, the Ahsoka show has been like my number one thing 
for like the future of Star Wars that I think I think it's gonna like literally be the most viewed thing they have. I think it's gonna be amazing. But like, but like, I just it proved that oh, not only does Filoni like is this Star Wars master who knows everything, but now he has the tools and like the the ideas to translate this into live action with like this character that he birthed like. Like, what? Like, with George Lucas himself, like, yeah. 15 years ago, to now bring this character, like, into live action. And do it a smart way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So, Ahsoka, um, don't be one of those toxic fans about complaining about the horns, you know, a Star no, Wars fans. No, I wasn't sure that horns. much. I, you know I what could, I mean. Horns? It was such a minute, They're small thing to I don't care know about. Called. Like, there was, yeah. I, because I don't know everything. Um... Don't be one of those, please. No, no, I'm not one of those. Like it was okay. so minute, it was such a minute little thing. But that, like it, again, like it's so I didn't many even, people got tore up. Yeah, I don't know what, like, that, what that I was about. I didn't even notice. It I wasn't at one first of those people until I read like a toxic like fan uh, fan thing about the fact that her head tails were too yeah. Long, too and my short. thing was like yeah. I need I but, want her to run. She has to be quick on some but level. But then like Dave, like, will, oh no, my <laughs> darn. <laughs> That's the force that's, telling you to shut down. That's the next TikTok clip. That's the next TikTok. The next TikTok. Oh no, my. So, so, but like to that point. But even Dave Filoni came out like right, right after. Dave Filoni came out right after the uh, the episode premiere, and he was like, "I understand that the head tails were too short. It was a it was a stunt thing. Yeah. She really couldn't work with the really long ones." And like I accepted that. I was like, "That's you have to suspend disbelief occasionally." But those are compromises you have to make. Like, 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 like what Rich said in the episode when we when we had all the dads Mm -hmm. on the episode was like he made the comment about Owen's robes. Yeah, it's like that's the thing that like those are little details where it's like okay, just because our head tells it, it's Ahsoka. You're getting Ahsoka live action. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you? Don't complain. It's Mm -hmm. so good. Um, and and the episode, the like tonally, right. like when it, when it trades in the Western vibe for the for the other vibe that Star Wars the, like, is the Japanese, off of the samurai, Japanese vibe? samurai vibe, which oh. Filoni somehow like oh. kills with the, the like with the cinematography and the music and like it all just evokes something. You just what? enter a new world, a new corner of Star Wars. Ooh. Jordan, Jordan's got right. something to say. Um, no, no, I really don't. I had to stretch my legs there for a oh, second. Oh, okay. No, oh, all right. The, it just sitting, is, I'm starting to cramp. No, but an injured man. Understandable. The, the samurai style from Ahsoka, you get the red, the red Perfect. style, the everything's on fire. I really got some real last samurai vibes. Mm-hmm. Not that I that got was a great movie. The but fight between her and the magistrate, I got, uh, it was Kill Bill, um, Final Fight, um. Crouching Tiger, yeah. Hidden Dragon. Um, Yo, it was amazing. Oren, great fight, too. Oren, when like, she gets I her name, she gets I, the I one blade thrown out of her hand, and then she switches back to she her original to... style, like with the the, the du- which doesn't make any sense <laughs> combat wise. But it was just it was like so yes, good. yes, yes. It was, it was um, so good. Even like the, they have Morai in this episode, like they have her little owl thing, which yeah, is she's on like, the tree. Which again, like isn't which I love more. That thing is like such a weird, like out of left field, like thing that most Star Wars fans will not understand. It's not even her pet. It's just a thing that appears around it, her at all it's times. Force it's like a literal yeah. spirit, like from like. Avatar that just like chills around around. Her. Wait, you know, you know that you know that meme from the boys where he's like, it was perfect, perfect. perfect. He's just sitting on the tree. You hear him like chirp, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. So can I just want to mention this because you you brought Avatar into this. Wrong <laughs> universe, thought, wrong episode. Which Avatar though? This is a conversation. The good one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Avatar: The Last Airbender, yes, not you. James Cameron's also, Avatar. Um, Don't even get me started on that. That movie's amazing. But anyway. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that one day, um, <laughs> one day yeah. and how no, it's copying. But um, how that Sokka's sword 
Yeah. Is the dark the saber. space sword. Oh my god, the space sword does look like the dark saber. It is the dark saber. <laughs> he makes it from a meteorite. Uh, the space sword. Sorry, I had to put, throw that out there. You guys okay, next the last question. Podcast. Uh, so we're in season two. We see Boba. What what goes through your mind the first time you see Boba? I flipped out. I was like, oh my god, that's Tamora Morrison. Like, mm. I didn't know how. Like, I didn't know if he had the slave one still. And I'm going to call it the Slave One because that's, yeah, that's the name of the it. ship. That's not offensive. It's I'm not you know trying to be offensive to anybody, but it's the Slave One. Careful, you might have to pay reparations. I know. It's the Hellfire Gunship. Boba Fett Starship. It's <laughs> whatever they called it. Like, what is... It's the Slave One. Um, yeah. But I didn't know if he still had that because obviously it's been 20 years. Um and the way they reveal it, they just pan it up to the sky. <laughs> and it's like, like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, that's a slave one. Okay. They don't even do like a dramatic shot for it at all. It's just they pan the camera up and it's like, oh shit. Because everyone knows what it is. Yeah. Like everyone knows like who it is and what ship that is. Like they don't have to do like this big reveal. Like it's just, oh, that's the ship that's going to murder me right now. Like, I Julian has something to say. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I, I'm, I'm with the minute group of people who was like, there's no way that's Boba Fett. No, okay. It has to be a different clone. Mm. I immediate my first thing was like, "Wow, Rex got a shave." <laughs> um, that was that was my first thing. Was I initially I was like, "Please tell me that's Captain Rex." Like that was the first thing I was like, "Please tell me there's a mm. way that they've written Captain Rex into this." Mainly just for, I just would love to see that. I think we'll Tomorrow Morrison said but. that he's 100% on board with doing more for Star Wars. Like, he was in Obi-Wan for one scene. He's been yeah. voicing the clones since uh, Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the live action. action. The live, the live action, action one. Not yeah. the cartoon ones. But, but it's like, and I, so, I, 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 so my first initial reaction was like, okay, because I, well, my mother and I watched the episode together, and she was like, that's Boba Fett. I was like, I hope not. And the reason I was hoping it wasn't Boba Fett was just because I was like, me personally, I was just like, they they do Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett's overrated, okay. in my opinion. Until so, like 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 you, like, you, like he doesn't live up to the look. Uh, he doesn't live up until to like, that episode. Yeah, like uh, yeah, and, without looking at legend stuff. But everybody's like, yeah, and and you, I'm not a legends person. Yeah. I mean, I've read some legend stuff, but I'm not like a diehard legends fan. And so my thing was like, I like Boba Fett, but I was like, I hope they do. I know I'm trying to wrap it up, but like I gotta explain it. It's like I hope that they came up with something smarter than that. I feel like defaulting to Boba Fett, in my opinion, was like a weak move. Just because I feel Boba Fett's overrated, but then they actually started to flesh out where he's been and what he's doing and like how he got to where he is, and I'm like, all right, actually this is kind of cool. And then I mean, they did the Boba Fett show and it sucked. Okay, well, <laughs> I like. No, I, I, I want to talk about it for a second. I liked the parts of the book of Boba Fett that were him and the Tusken Raiders. I thought that was so interesting. I thought some of those episodes were good, but some I thought it was like interesting, more. and then I felt like they. Just wasted the I didn't really, them all. I didn't really yeah, care. Yeah, exactly. Like because they never came back. Like they just they, they just decided they were like, uh, we have to get him to the end of this show, so let's just kill them all off. And it's like, oh, he's like no Boba Fett. He's Jordan. Like, yeah, I know no okay. Boba Fett. Sorry, we'll so, talk Boba Fett. No later. Boba Fett. Right. Is it going to be its own episode? This whole own episode because I got a lot of talk we about do have that to talk show. About Boba Fett. Yeah. So at the end of season two. You know, you see this progression of Mando, you see the relationship building with Grogu, you see the fighting with Ahsoka, and then the spear getting melted down. 
That's but no, that doesn't happen. In, that didn't happen yet. Nope. It happened at, after he fought. That happens in Book Boba Fett. That happens in Book Boba Fett. <laughs> we got the tragedy. Oh my gosh! When the Razor Crest got destroyed, doesn't oh, even so doesn't actually, even care about Grogu getting captured. Just, oh my! The, the Razor Crest getting destroyed yeah. was the most heartbreaking moment for yeah, me. Yeah, those last three episodes right there, uh, like the the tragedy, uh, followed by the what's it called, the Believer, which is like yep. a rare, which is. One of my favorite episodes with Bill Burr's character bringing him back, uh, and then obviously the finale, which I think we'll talk about in a lot more so, depth now. But like, but even like the last thing I want to say about like the Boba Fett thing, because I didn't get to say my reaction yeah, to like him ahead. showing up, like like Julian said, like him showing up to kick ass is like a perfectly fine. Like I'm happy to just watch Boba Fett like finally kick ass for ten minutes straight, what? like with two different like styles. For like, at first I'll do the Tuscan thing, which is gonna allude to like my own show, which like ended up like the way like he's just shattering. Like clone, like uh, not stormtrooper, stormtrooper, armor. Trooper, yeah, like, armor cool. With like a staff, I mean, he's like stabbing him cool. with like the pointy end, and then he eventually just obviously goes and gets his <laughs> Did armor. Did you guys know that the the location for Tython is actually the Hollywood Hills? Yeah, it's just L.A. Really? It's just, yeah. yeah, it's a it's they a very it, public like, hiking trail. They like, did it like right behind the Hollywood sign. Yeah, I did not. Know it's that. a and really they could yeah, do half the explosions that they wanted to do because of fire burning ordinances and stuff like that. I was like, what? But it's so they so had difficult like difficult to shoot there, yeah. but it's Star Wars. So. But they had mm. like two hours to film there, and that was it. So it was hey, like a pretty good job for two yeah, hours. They... Um, so then you get Grogu on Tython, the home world of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and you're like, and I saw that, seeing and I'm seeing stone. seeing him on the meditation stone. I'm like, it's just where Tython was more. Civilized. I don't want to. I don't want to get back into like the sequels or anything because the, it's <laughs> too terrible, toxic terrible. right now. But it's odd that they brought Tython back when. In the Last Jedi, Luke says that, "Oh, this is the first Jedi Temple," and I'm like, oh, "All right." No, no. There's a difference between the home world, the and, worlds between worlds, and, <laughs> and the first <laughs> temple. There's a difference. Okay. The home world of the Jedi is because they're used in Legends continuity. There's the two moons. There's the light side and the dark side, and then Tython's the middle, where they were using both the light side of the Force and the dark side of the Force. And then we get the um, first Jedi rift, which is um, secret Jedi texts. <laughs> Yes, I don't. I don't know what that voice was. But. Oh, That's very interesting. Reads, are they? That was terrible. Um, was so we get into season two. In season two, at the finale, we have the female empowerment episode. Yep. Um, I good. Mean, I mean, it, it was great. I was I'm amazing. Not, yeah. Like, no, I'm not. And I, I think it's, it's actually wild because, like, you just that—that that is a good point. How wild it was that you had four women just like completely clear out a ship, like in a they and nobody it. reacted like like no, the, the usual typical way, which is moaning and crying, they, which is what, 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 what guys it. usually do. They did it the right way mm-hmm. versus the way that like Avengers did it. Well, also what? <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Why do they all end up together? Well, also one of them, one of them is Carol Johansson. Yeah, we but, like we'd all seen them be badass before, like and yes, do something. Yes, and then so Mandalorian is like, okay, let's take all these really awesome badass yeah. characters that we've already written are badass, and let's make them all. Yeah. Take down everything so that Mando can just mm. focus on Grogu and do his yeah. thing. And the one you know the least, she's Sasha Banks. Like, <laughs> right. like, and, then, like and, then, and then when you get, but then you get like Avengers and they're like, ah, the women don't have enough to do. Let's just write a scene. They're for all going to appear which, at this point which, on the battlefield inexplicably. No, she sucks. <laughs> like, she's awful. She needs to go skiing. She's um, awful. <laughs> Again. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, so, shit. So, um, <laughs> it's, it, but it's like, it's it's good when they do it in a show. Fucking pseudoscience, bitch. But like, Star Wars has always, 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 since the dawn of time, have done female, strong characters Right. Yep. Even yeah. with Ray in episode seven, like she was yeah. good mm-hmm. in episode seven. Even they, in episode eight, uh, she I was think, still kind of, I mean, not yeah. episode eight, episode nine, she was still kind of badass. There was there nothing was, like, irreversibly campy. wrong with her progression in seven. There was a couple things that maybe were a bit too quick, but there was nothing that couldn't have been explained with like good writing yes. by the and end so of seven. Like Star Wars we're, we're has off the sequels. always done. <laughs> yeah. Star Wars yeah. has yeah. always done female characters. Right, and mm-hmm. it's just dude, like it's like that is so, and the, so the female empowerment I think, of it is like oh, I think Dave dude, Filoni writes female characters it. really well. Yeah, you have Ahsoka, you have Bo-Katan, you have Sabine Wren, mm-hmm. you have great female Omega. characters coming he out of Dave Filoni. Omega. <laughs> what Omega <laughs> from Bad Batch? Oh yeah, I like, Omega. I like Omega more than I liked Ezra by the end I of like, season two. Yeah, I like Omega. So. We're gonna get into Bat Batch yeah. on another episode. We already but talked that about that episode. Oh my god, yeah. man! But anyways, I need to catch um, up. Yeah, you, you do. do. I'm really behind. Sorry, um, kids. Sorry, kids. <laughs> so we get to this. We get to the season two finale, and you get the terrible deep fake Luke Skywalker. It wasn't terrible. It, it was, was not terrible. terrible. I don't, no, it was. Dude, no, it, it was. Can, no, it was. That's great. your first. Wait, no, we cannot start off like oh, the no, I saw Luke it. Skywalker I be being like to the be deep fakeness. Obviously, oh, it doesn't no. look. Oh, here's the thing. It, we wouldn't. You wouldn't describe it like that unless we have the weird. All right, so, so, hold on. So, hire the YouTube guy. It was way move, better. Hold on. Hold, yeah, on. hold on. Hold on. I saw it and I'm like, first of all, you see that X-wing coming into the bay and you're like, when that X-wing landed in the docking bay, I was like. All right, we got, we got, we got to progress this along a little bit. But yeah. I like that X Wing coming. I'm like, it's Luke. Did anybody else think that it wasn't Luke? I no. don't. I didn't. I, I at first there was a part of me that was like, just in such disbelief. I was like, there's no way. That's my. That was there's mine. No, like, and I thought to myself, I was like, Luke Skywalker is too big of a character for them to do something mm-hmm. like this. Like, that Ahsoka, was... I get. Because Ahsoka was TV show character. Yeah, Luke she already Skywalker, showed up this season. Luke like, she Skywalker can come up was, again. Well, no, no, no. But even like, like introducing Ahsoka, mm-hmm. I was like, she is a small enough character, I guess you could say. She like, wasn't a main cinematic like, character. Like, 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 like. At least like, it was started like the normies. Like, at least, Star yeah. Wars isn't about Ahsoka. Star Wars yes. is about mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So it's like when the very that first is, time yeah. I ever. So like when the X Men came in, I was like, he's too prominent of a character in the series for them to actually make that decision because of obviously the way Episode Eight was received and all that sort of stuff. I was like. No way. I know people that spot. Well, wait a second. Was that before? That was after episode. For someone who grew up watching Luke Skywalker, for me, it just was so full circle to have Luke be the one who shows up. And as soon as they said a single X-Wing fighter, it was was Luke Skywalker. I I think to myself, I was in disbelief. The scenes of him on the ship, once he got on, we finally saw a full-on Jedi, Luke Skywalker. I don't give a shit about the bad... Facial, whatever. As soon as, yeah, as soon as it didn't matter to me. As soon as, and most of the important stuff, which is him, and and most of the important stuff, which is Luke in action, and obviously, like when, like he is, he's Luke again, like at at, at the end of six. I got chills. Look look at my arm. I got chills just talking about it. But like, but actually seeing Luke like in action as a Jedi Master, which like rightly or wrongly, um, I don't want to get into it too much, but like, there is also a reason why that moment hits. 
so hard as it does. Not yes, not only as the first time we've seen Luke like be the Jedi Master like this, because he's not a master in the original trilogy. He's nope. just a knight. He's just like learning. Like this is fully he, Luke in his full capacity. According to Yoda, he doesn't even get knighthood until yeah. like six ends. Yeah, with like force and with force and with lightsaberness. <laughs> yeah, and the, but, like, thing this is last too- thing, the last thing I'll say about just uh, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, start hitting people with lightsabers <laughs> if they don't shush. But like. But they, it also hits so hard seeing him do this because he doesn't do it in the sequels. Jack, turn off your lightsaber. <laughs> That's because he, like, in the, the same way. Like, yeah. the, this is more, like, akin to what we want to see from well, him. Well, and like... I think that's, but I think that's why they made that decision mm-hmm. was to say, okay, nobody really liked what they did with Luke. I mean, I liked mm-hmm. what they did with Luke, but I'm yeah. just me. But nobody else really liked what they did with Luke. They were kind of thought he was wasted and they thought that the character was dumb and that they mm-hmm. didn't like you know, whatever. And so to take that and sort of, it is a fan service moment, but it's a fan service moment done right. Where they say, okay, nobody liked this version of Luke. We're going to take Luke. We're going to take him back fucking 30 years and we're going to make him awesome. Mm -hmm. So that's like, it's just perfect. Hallway hallway scene. scene. And it was another secret too. Yeah, that, that was, was right, yeah, yeah. That the, was the original Jedi. The that so the people on set didn't know that it was Luke Skywalker. <laughs> it's Plo Koon. They thought it was gonna be Plo Koon. Like that's who, doesn't make any sense. That's who people thought it was <laughs> gonna quick, be. Real, real quick production thing, and I'm and I'm gonna say this because you'll like this. For anybody out there, I'm I'm speaking directly to you. For anybody out there who genuinely believes that it is really Mark Hamill playing Luke Skywalker in that scene, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> there is no way that it is actually Mark Hamill. And in the yeah. BTS, where they show Mark Hamill in the costume, they shot that for the BTS. Yes. From a production standpoint, just so you know, Mark Hamill did not play Luke Skywalker in that scene. They may have, he may have done the lines and they DH'd his voice. That is not Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill is not fit enough to play a young Luke Skywalker. They, uh... That is not him. So they had some random stunt guy come in and play Luke Skywalker. I think it's the same guy so, And there's is one that, shot that, okay. in the BTS. There's one shot of him in the Luke Skywalker costume and I so guarantee you they paid him like, to do no, that so, for the BTS. So that is not him. What they Hush, did, what they that. did was they they got Mark Hamill to come on set just for reference, so he would play the scene as he would right. what Luke Skywalker would do, and then they had the stunt actor would do who, it would, would do it again, just right. like. But but the but there he was didn't a, there do was any a, of well the there action. was a, well there was a big thing that it was like Mark Hamill plays Luke Skywalker in the episode, and he doesn't. It's not him at all. He's I mean, he's there on set. on set to give them reference. But there's, but it's no. not him. And so... Stop uh, all right, And he's stop my talking, favorite Julian. character, but yeah. still. Stop talking, Julian. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, look, we're not even on season three yet. Mm. We're we pushing this boundary here. Fair. But Luke comes in, <laughs> kicks ass in that hallway scene, it was really Vader-esque in Rogue One. Mm. You see the son, the father-son stuff, and you're like, yo, Dave Filoni did it right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, 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 my mind was blown 100%, and I, I don't think... I forgot that's a Filoni episode. It oh could God. be done any of the good Mando oh episodes of Dave Filoni. And it couldn't be done any better, because that was already just boom. It was perfect. Um. So perfect. then, the then Din Djarin's... First of all... Removing his helmet twice in one season. Mm. Okay, because he, did he it in, removed I mean, that's it. The third time he's done it in the whole story. Yeah, but he he did it with IG Eleven in the first season, which is a loophole because it's not a loophole. thing. Yeah. He still removed his helmet. Yeah. Um, the second season he removes it twice. He does it once with Bilber. Mandalorians are allowed to remove their helmets. 
No, true Mandalorians are allowed to remove their helmets, but we're going to get into that in a second. No. No. In... Jack, push. No. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let me finish. finish. We're we'll going to get into that in, that in season three, because in season three, with the most recent episode, we could discuss this in depth. Now, please wait. We get the... He removes it with Bill Burr, and they do the Empire mission, which I thought was really cool. Great and then he does it at the end when he lets Grogu see his face. Which I think is the first time Grogu actually got to see his face. Yes. You get to see yes. how upset he physically is, and then he sends him off with Luke and R two. And I'm like, I cried when I saw R two. I was upset. I was like, this is the end of the show. This I is cried it. that I'm whole. No, I cried. The, I cried the entire. I moment cried that, he's that running whole moment. Mm-hmm. The whole Luke moment. I was in tears. Then we get into Mandalorian season two and a half. <laughs> the two best episodes of Star Wars to ever exist. Wait. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you have to count. I don't don't really count the the Boba Fett, but you get to see because that's not you see Grogu training with Luke. You see the Mandalorian specific characters. Okay, it was the two best episodes of Star Wars. The two best, yes. So you get to see the Jedi Temple being built by the spider droids, where you got an infestation Mm -hmm. and they need some extermination. Yeah, um, from the um, Death Star. They Talk about repurposing the Luke CGI. Oh, massive! Hundred percent. It was perfect. Oh he looked like god. a real. I he swear to God, he looked, he like looked a real, real person. Amazing. Yeah. Luke and Ahsoka on screen together. I cried. <laughs> I'm like gonna like. I'm probably gonna be like so like, emotional this so, this episode, but just that hear me was on this. beautiful. Talk about his dad. Yeah. Talk about his dad. Yeah, I was there's, waiting. There's and then so he much says, like your father is my favorite line in Star Wars now. It's literally it's my favorite line. Okay, am I the only person who thinks that Ahsoka and Luke banged? There no. is a weird look in no. there. That no. is, like, like, don't, I don't like, think that's what no. happened, though. No. I don't. don't. Oh, wait, there's no weird. attachment. There's desire. No, but there's no, no, attachment. No, no, no. 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 There's no Mara Jane. No. She doesn't you know exist. What, you, know what no that is? Okay. you know what that is? What? You know what that is? Him stirring the pot with toxic fans. Yeah, no, no, no. They didn't bang. That's not what happened. No, I've watched the reactions to that video where, like, I literally distinctly remember watching a reaction video to that scene. And then there's a girl reacting. like, did they bang? I literally remember seeing someone do that. I, no, hundred percent. So, 100%. so then we get, no, they did not bang. So we I get assume. two and a half, that's and like, you see Grogu that's like, get that's reunited. Like dad's her sister. That's like banging her dad's. Like yes, because like Anakin and she's Obama. a hot mom. Anakin and Ahsoka Ahsoka were she's a hot mom. Sister. Yeah, that's a brother sister relationship. She's it's not a like hot dad. mom. <laughs> anyway, continue on. I'm just gonna. Yeah, she had that the nice. little hut kid. For, for those who don't know, that's a reference <laughs> oh, to Julian's his name? Rota. Rota, Rota, Rota the Hutt. Some bullshit, I don't know. The little sack of shit. The little sack of shit. Um, <laughs> anyway. I want to talk about something real quick. Because that was not... Even, even if you're following the way, Mandalorians are allowed to take off their helmets. Because what are you talking? No, this is the this is a sect. All right, we're getting a specific sect, right, of Mandalorians. Like, no, you don't, we're getting right? into this. No, in a minute. because like, so like in season in season one, episode two, when he goes to the village and everyone leaves him alone in the house, he takes off his helmet. He, you yeah, see him. Put we know away that. From, no, like, we know that. But around people. We're talking about. Okay, well, he wasn't around people in the season finale. I'm gonna throw something at you. Go Jack for it. In the about, season like, finale, wait, 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 wait. In the yes, he was. He no, was... in the first season. He's still talking oh, about the season droid. finale. Yeah, he was. Yeah. It was. I, it was IG11. Cardoon. No, no, no. They leave. They leave before that. We're not right. And technically, the droid takes it off too, if I remember correctly. Someone see else, whatever. It's fine. It's a. It's a. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get into season three. We've got literally like three minutes left. So we get two and a half. We get the recap episode. We get to see Grogu get reunited with... We first... We learn Grogu's name in season two. Oh, yeah. With um, Ahsoka. Ahsoka With Ahsoka because she translates. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful scene. Yes. Wonderful scene. Um, I just want to mention that he's no longer the child or baby Yoda. He becomes Grogu. 
which I thought was a shit name. I like at first. That's grown on me. It grew on me. At at first, I was like, this is dumb. I was like, I I just, I was like, I was like, it sounds too much like Yoda. It's oh. Grogu, Yoda. I was like, it just to me, I was like, ah, they're making knockoff Yoda. But then, but then, I, like now, I'm like, okay, he's Grogu. You know what I mean? It's just so I'm so used I to it now. See, I didn't think that Grogu was a knockoff Yoda. I thought Grogu was like, I was like, what the fuck kind of name is Grogu? Can we talk <laughs> That's about where my mind went? No, we can't. Can, can we talk about literally the best upgrade that Mando's ever gotten? The N1. Oh my god, yeah. Okay. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, that so happens at two, two and a half. Yeah. That yeah. does happen in Pope. Um. <laughs> Because the Razor Cast got destroyed and he was taking like regular transport, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, you had to put all your weapons in there." And he's like, "Weapons are my religion." Like N one Starfighter, best Lego set I own. I have it too. It's on my wall. Nice. <laughs> so then That's we the get to season ever. three after the book of Boba Fett, which, which we'll talk brings about us another. to modern times. Modern times. We're up to date. Um, season one happens. You see Grogu with Mando, and you're like in episode one. What did I say? Season, season, season one. one. Oh my god! I need another one of these. <laughs> I don't know if you do. My mind's not working right. So episode one. We'll episode see. one, chapter whatever, book whatever. Nineteen. Mando 17. and Grogu pull 17, up, yeah. and he's like, "It's Brittany, bitch." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So Jack, season three kicks off. What are you thinking? I thought the first episode was great. I um, thought it was good. Like you said, yeah, I'll let you go. Like um, him. Showing up on Mandalore. I, I really don't understand why he's not on Mandalore. When he showed back up at the covert, I don't really know why he did that. Just, like, to talk to... To remind the audience. To remind the audience that's, that he's that's still real. there. That's he's still real. an apostate. I enjoy the, the vibe of that first episode, but that first episode is very much, oh, shit, like, maybe someone, people didn't really watch Boba Fett, <laughs> so we have to remind people and let people know what happens. <laughs> like, so, like, he, he gets there, and she's like, she once again is like, you have to go... To the living waters, and he's like, "Well, it's gone." She was like, "Yeah, that's too the way. bad." <laughs> it's it's basically a recap. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, the yeah. the first the first scene. At first, I was like, at first, I was like, at first, I thought it was a flashback. Mm. Me too. And, and then when he shows up, I was like, my my initial reaction is. What the fuck is he doing? Here? <laughs> like, why? Giant, how did he find? He them? got well. A. How did he find them? And B. He got banned and was all pissed off after he got banned by them. Why is he here? Mm-hmm. Like he, she, she already told him in <laughs> the same in, thing yeah. in season two point five what he needs to do to get there. Mm-hmm. Why would he come all the way back here to be like to say oh, to say hey, it back to her? Thing, the to red, say... remember that thing you told me about? I'm gonna go do that. <laughs> yeah, like, to say it back to just her. Just go to fucking let her know. do it. Like why <laughs> like... would I, that? It just. The first episode didn't hit as hard for yeah. me as the other two seasons just because I was like... It's the weakest intro to a season. Uh, you know what? Like, that... the, the best intro to the season would have been what they did with him and fucking Boba Fett. They just should have not have made Boba Fett. They should have just started with him taking Grogu from Boba breathe. Fett. Mm-hmm. Breathe, Julian, so, breathe. like, I think my favorite moment from... Oh my god, imagine if that was the, the season three premiere. My, was uh, him taking him from Luke? Oh my god, I would have been perfect! Those two episodes, one and two? The, oh, uh, oh my god. Mm-hmm. My favorite... My favorite part of episode one was when we got my the, glass uh, has a hole in it, Jordan. <laughs> is it empty? Is I it need you to full? No, I need you to fix it for me. That's not the point. Anyway, um, the the my favorite part of episode one is when we get Babu. I don't is I don't know if it's not really Babu. him. That's not him. That's, that's no, it's not Babu. him. No, it's hundred percent is not Babu. Episode. No, it's hundred percent not Babu. Those I are, don't that, think no, those it's are, been confirmed. Those are just Enzo's. No, it's those been are... confirmed that Babu is in the episode because you actually get him in the most recent episode too. Because there's three of them. 
There's like 20 of them, isn't there? There's like a bunch there's, of them. No, there's, there's my three. mic drop. Yeah, Anywho, they haven't, that was they haven't my... mentioned Babu at all. They're the Anzellans to me. Anyway, that was my favorite part of the episode because, like, they're talking and he's like, Droid Brook. <laughs> yeah, Droid. It's a the book. It broken. Anyways, so, that's a great fucking but, scene. But, but <laughs> wait, so, so, so the beginning of that episode is like a recap. And then, so, like, I didn't really care for the beginning. But then when he goes and hangs out with Carl Weathers and Carl Weathers is like, dude... Fuck everything you know. Just come here and live with us. And and uh, that was the headphones. Oh. So come here, live with us. Like, dude, nobody really cares. You could be hanging out with us. You can do your Mandalorian shit. I don't care. Hang out with us. The kid can stay. We'll have a good time and whatever. And then they said the word pirates. And I went, Hondo? Hondo? I, I thought yes! the same thing, yeah. Okay, I wasn't alone. I refrained from talking about Hondo this. And I, I think Hondo is... Skeleton crew, maybe Ahsoka. You think so? Maybe Ahsoka, but also I think the pirate. She they, didn't have I anything think with him. In, in this show, most, ra- I won't talk about. I will say only one thing about Ezra the most recent episode. Pretty good yeah, bond. Wait, which actually is it that? They might even mean that first episode. They mentioned it in one point the pirate nation, which I think seems to be that. Yeah, that's the most recent. Which seems to be, I think. Uh, Probably some area that the New Republic doesn't have control of that's separate from Hot Space, I would think. Probably. So, so hold on. I'm just so I think that's where Skeleton Crew is going to kind of, I think that's kind of a, a plug for Skeleton Crew, I, that whole pirate angle this season. First of all, want to acknowledge the practical effect side of that, mm-hmm. because when you see the crew and you see the Pirate King and he's sitting there in the chair, I'm like, yo, yeah, he yeah, looks they all look good. amazing. My, my, then the, we'll talk about this off camera, but I have a gripe with the visual effects in that scene. Meh. To each their own. To me, it looked like a Disney ride, and I loved it. No, no, they looked perfect. The costumes, the characters were great. The CGI around them, like oh, the spaceship, no. looked like shit. But so, anyway. um, well, you aired your grievances. <laughs> um, speaking of grievances, I would love to see General Grievous show. Just throwing that out there real quick. Well, it's on my mind. Yeah, I'm good. Anyways, I'm good. the um, so we get into the season, and at the end, he's with Bo-Katan, and he's like, "I gotta go to the Living Waters," and then he's like, showing. Grogu, that you know, you need to know how to read the star maps and stuff. They go to Mandalore, and and it looks amazing. It looked, uh, it looked amazing, and then you get the episode with Doctor Pershing and the crappy CGI that was in that episode. But I, nope. I thought that that was pretty good. It, I think those it, popsicles looked like crap. I don't think well, that those, oh, were, that, that, CGI. those were not CGI. Those, those were, were practical, practical props. Well, they looked like crap. They looked weird. Well, the thing that got me the I most didn't know they were was, they so well, Rick yeah. and, so I have a point about that. So Rick and I watched that episode together, and it really looks, course on episode now? It looks yeah, really, okay. really, really fake CGI, like the planet itself, like the background of the planet. I think that's on purpose. I think it's on purpose yes. to say, this is what this planet looked like in the prequels. This is what it's going to look like yeah. now for nostalgia purposes. I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Is is the feeling that you get, like, when you see Coruscant, the feeling you get mm-hmm. when you see all that CGI is, like, they're like, okay, we've done all the old stuff. We've done the desert planet. We've made it all mm-hmm. realistic. Anytime like prequels, they do something, like, anytime mm-hmm. they do something related to the original trilogy, it's all real because that's how the original trilogy was done. Anytime they do something that's prequels, prequel stuff, it's all CGI. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like I watched that episode. No, do I think the plot of that episode is like even remotely close to anything it's just smart? So or, drawn out. I actually just, liked it. It was just a waste of I time. It's it. good. It's just so drawn out. Yeah, and especially they, since like the next episode is a Mando episode and it's a half hour. They could have like. They could have summed that whole episode up in maybe like we a only 20 have, minutes. We only but have this exactly. We only but, have, we have eight. I like all the New Republic stuff. I I appreciate that. Yeah, we I like the world building that they've done. To the New but, Republic but, finally. But 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 anyway, so 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 I like the world building that they yeah. did. But it, it was just a, a story. It was 
a filler simple. and it didn't yeah. really. When have I saw context. the Opera House, I I was like, I, I got was a little. I was like, like whoa. Jordan has something to say. I have more than something to say. We have to move it along. Move along. Yeah. Um, it's one that episode was great because it, people were like complaining that it's a filler episode. I think it's it's not a filler episode. It actually pushes yeah, the long. point of the story that the New Republic is essentially becoming imperial based off of how they're handling the uh, refugees yeah. and the reconditioning of people who are imperial workers. Um, and we get to see the inner workings of the New Republic and how they're handling everything. And essentially, the New Republic is doing everything the same that the Empire did except for building an army. But I don't think me and Julian, that's not our issue per se. No, I think the issue is that, that it takes the 57 that, minutes. Yeah, like, the issue is that the, it takes an hour for him to meet the and girl. The, and the point A and to point B of the story the is not, should not take John an hour. John Favreau like, trolled us all in that episode. What The Dark Side had cookies. There's only one episode of Mandalorian I didn't like, and it was that episode because it was the it was the longest episode of the season, and over half of it was about two characters that we really didn't care about. I liked the world building, but they did it in 35 minutes, and they could have done it in. It was 17. like 15 minutes. Should've, oh, you, we, we skipped the biggest part. Julian knows how we could talk about the writing. There's ways they could have condensed all they those scenes but up it's all to the, half like, that like, time. Like the cookie stuff. Like, don't get yes. me wrong. I mean, like, it's yeah, cool, yeah, but right. the cookie so stuff is so dumb. Like, like they spent so much cook- time yeah. on yeah. They yeah. spent so much time on him reminiscing. And on, like, the train like, for, like, ten minutes. such a good character. Like, how many train cars do you have to go through? You're going to take a character like that who has cloning knowledge and cloning abilities. Like, the biggest thing about him in that episode... Yeah. The best part about his character in that episode was him looking at the guy and going, why are we deleting this technology? We mm-hmm. should be using it. Yeah. That's what the plot of the episode well, should have been. That should not have been, about him going yeah. to a fucking Star Destroyer and getting a workstation. Like, that was so dumb. He could have been like yeah, the plot clone, of the... To I clone people. I would like, have watched... I would have preferred to watch 57 minutes of Dr. Pershing going to the government and being like, guys, I have a petition. We shouldn't and then getting get rid of this stuff. And okay. then getting sidelined. So that would have been a better we episode. Skip Jordan, go ahead, skip Jordan. the biggest episode part. Episode one of this season. Oh, but I know. Episode two. No, no. Episode. If it was be, it two? It was two. It oh, my God. My days are off. Oh, my God. Wait, for what are you talking about? The mythosaur. We see the mythosaur. No, no, I mean, no, no, the Purgles, guys. This is way more <laughs> Purgles important. Purgles. Purgles in episode yeah. one is what I thought you were talking about. Oh, oh yeah. The mythosaur. That was a huge, huge little Easter egg. And it's alluding to things to come. This was amazing. so far. Episode two, though. Yes, mythosaur. Super amazing. I, I really don't have a bad thing to say about it so far. I liked the Pershing episode. Mm-hmm. I liked how they're showing essentially that the New Republic is doing everything that the Empire did. They're saying, and we're getting more of this in Bad Batch, but basically, hey, we're going to just, and we get this in Jedi uh, Fallen Order, hey, we're going to build all this crap, and then now we're going to tear it apart because it's Imperial technology. Well, uh, no. One yeah. thing that I did really like from the Pershing episode is that we had an explanation as to why, like Christian kind of mentioned this the uh, the uh, few episodes ago when we were the talking senators. about how the first order came to power. The senators, right? No, the part where um, they're talking and the first order, not the first order, the New Republic uh, persons like we're dismantling the Imperial, but we're also disma- dismantling the Rebel Alliances. Um, yeah, ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was really cool because I'm like. Wow, they so they really are like we're not trying to like be... no war, all peace. Yeah, yeah. Um, and which is wild because so, they have like then there's also a pirate nation and like the empire's not even gone yet and they're already like de arming. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah so, the mythosaur thing though to throw it to that is like 
when she saw that first off, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, my first, my first initial reaction was like, that's the big problem this season. Is like, they're going to have to fight that thing. Or they're gonna have to tame it or something. I was like, no I like shit. A, I think it's like an eldritch god. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it then, is. And then also, like, th- you want to talk about good, good and bad visual effects when he arrives on the planet. Holy oh god, shit! Yeah. It looks so good. Oh, it does. The, the, city, the, the, might be the best episode of the show. city like, and all that stuff. I was like, they did it so well. And then, so, yeah, okay. So we're we're at this point, and 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 then we see. The mythosaur and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then they've just kind of like the mythosaur thing fades into nothing. Mm-hmm. Fades to nothing. Well, that's what kind of what Bo's doing now. But so, but she's but her thing is like, "Oh well, I saw the mythosaur." It's like my thing. I have one gripe with the season is that like we're at a point now where the plot is about him becoming a Mandalorian and taking back Mandalore. We are five episodes into the season. They only have three episodes left. Like, what are they going to fucking do? It took too long to get here. It took too long to get everybody there. We didn't need the Dr. Pershing episode. They could have taken that out in 20 minutes. We didn't need the foundling episode where they go and rescue the guy that makes no fucking sense. That's like a clone line. Like the Grogu stuff in that episode. No, but the the other stuff is like Clone Wars filler. But it's like they could have taken all of that and like like the first three episodes of the show could have gotten us to this point. We didn't need... I agree. You know? Yeah. So look, we get to this point though. Mandalorian foundling episode, we see that Bo-Katan's getting accepted into that I like mm-hmm, into cool. the Mandalorian culture of the the devout the way the, the way the the creed. She's getting reimmersed into Death Watch, essentially is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's call it for what it is. Yeah. It's Vizsla and the armorer who was a part of Con- uh, part of Red Dawn and all of that. Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. That's a Red Dawn's. A movie. Do we know if Red Dawn's a, off? Red Dawn's a good movie. Can someone fix me. Anyways, we get to we get to this point and we're seeing the acceptance. I see in this most recent episode though, the one that what came out yesterday was that um the armorer essentially just backs Bo-Katan. She mentions the Mythosaur. First of all, I think Din getting pulled got pulled into the water. No, he did not. He did not. That's my take. He just falls. It's my take. I'm allowed to have my opinions. But you can't really have have an opinion when it's stated in the episode that he fell. Anyways, (laughs) I think he was pulled. Um, And then you get the bottom fella. You get the armorer backing Bo saying basically she can walk both paths because she's a true Mandalorian. She's a Mandalorian noble. She's a royal family. Um, She's... The, um, you know, she held the dark saber. Though she lost the dark saber, she had, she was the last Mandalorian to wield it before Dinjarin. Dinjarin's a foundling, so can he really wield it? Yes, but that's not the point. Um, I honestly thought that Bo was going to challenge him at the end of that episode. I thought he was. She was too. I but didn't think that. I think what's going to happen by the end of the season, you're going to see Dinjarin and Bo either tie the knot or nope. nope. Have a challenge for the dark saber. I don't think either of those. Are I think happen. I actually. Think I don't think of those either of those are going to happen. happen. I think that Bo-Katan is now Sabine's role from Rebels. <laughs> That's exactly That's what I was about I, to say. I think that she... Bo-Katan has because uh, I think there's a reason that Din has not didn't see the the Mythosaur. I think that there's like almost something symbolic to that, and there's a reason that like. Uh, that Bo-Katan, like, did. Like, there's almost like they each has a role. But I almost think that D- Din is going to be, is just kind of along for this journey, and he doesn't necessarily realize, but they're kind of following him. 
Like that's kind of yeah, I they're think doing the vibe. Him. Like, I mean, that's like, very obvious. I think that's too. kind of he the idea. doesn't realize it, but it's very like, obvious even, um, that everything everything that everybody does on the show is for him. Yeah, even like the like, Vizsla in the last episode, like before, like he accepts that like Bo's gonna go off and like without, without a helmet so, on, he like looks to Din. Yeah, this is like so, the first time ever, and he nods so, at him. He's so, so selfless, and it's like so, so I don't like, even like, think like, he realizes like, that. Like, like maybe he, what, they are all everyone around him realizes what he is, especially because he has that dark saber in his hand. Even like he hasn't obviously mastered it yet, but um. But yeah, I think that's where I can I can cut right, myself off. Right, right, right. And and so to 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 finish off, I think this should be the last comment of the episode, which is that straight up, I mean, it, when it when it the symbolism of 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 the armorer going, okay, she can walk both paths. In reality, like when I saw that, to me was the armorer basically pulling a Luke Skywalker in Episode Eight and saying. I'm not really as 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 great shit as uh, hot shit as I thought I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I really need to reevaluate the situation and be like, if I want my planet back, I have to break the rules. Yeah, the mythosaur and, showed itself to this person, and, and it's like, but we need to unite not, everyone. Not, not only like, did the mythosaur show itself to that person, but also just realizing that the like rule books and rules are not always mm-hmm. as sacred as they as we think they are, and that symbolism and in that that relates that whole that whole part where they're talking and yeah. she's like. I was told that the mythosaur only existed in legends, and you saw one. Maybe I'm not 100 percent right. Yeah. Okay. Character so, development. There's a lot that we can talk about in regards to Mandalorian, and can continue to talk about. Yeah. Because I think this season is really like Pandora's box. We can get anything out of it. Oh, it's yeah. going to be completely crazy. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm just going to make a nod here to the. You see the military tact of the Mandalorian in this episode. Yeah, that was the great. Mandalorian, the Mandalorian core. Yeah. I'm going to call it because even though it's a culture, these guys were moving swift. It was like SEAL Team Six in there. Mm-hmm. But and then I love when Paz Vizsla came in and he's like, oh, I didn't. Know I got to do that. <laughs> and then he's done it a few times sick. this episode. So no, you could do that. Like, we get there, to the point though, there, and we're Jordan at the end of the right episode, there. and he's oh, like no, backing. Way. He's backing. She, uh, to me, that like she's backing and saying, "Hey, look, you can unite us. Let's bring everybody to the same front." Now they got their own land. They may not have a home world again, but they got a home. Mm-hmm. They don't have to move, which yeah. I loved. Um, but now, Carl Weathers. <laughs> Does now we think we're like here, Bo, Bo and Din will go off next episode, right? Like yeah. both of them. Like, the two of them together. Yeah, I think they'll yeah. split. But really? oh, interesting. No, they, might, think... they might get there together and then go different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but. In order for us to keep talking about Mandalorian and stuff and keep growing, you know, we need uh, you guys to subscribe to our channels. And uh, we're on TikTok, we're on Twitch, we're on YouTube. Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify. Uh, I really want to sh- thank again Maranto Media and Emerge Studios, as well as BICP, BICBP.com, radio.com. Um, for hosting us on their platforms. Um, if you guys are interested in communicating with us, please drop us a message, like, share, and subscribe. And make comments. Or make comments. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. And uh, question What's of the, the day, question? Julian. What is it? Oh, <clears throat> question of the day. <clears throat> if you were a Mandalorian, what color would you paint your helmet? <laughs> because in, I will say, last comment, the colors and the armor of the fucking Mandalorian yeah. kids looks fucking stupid. <laughs> they should like actually stick to the idea of what Mandalorians are supposed to look like, and actually like the adult Mandalorians look great. The kid Mandalorians look dumb. yeah. The one kid's visor. But if you could if you could have a Mandalorian helmet and you could paint it whatever you want, 
What color is it? And let us know in the comments below. We should also post the questions of the day on TikTok. We will so we be posting them on TikTok. So, thank you all so much for watching. And we'll see all you dudes after the next episode of The Mandalorian. May the force be with you. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way, motherfucker. Bye. I didn't have a question of the day. I just kind of <laughs> came up with that on the spot. I could tell.